0: Welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. My name is David. And I'm Matt. We're the Taylor Bros. And this is the Make It Count podcast, which you've already said. I did already <laughs> say yes.
1: We just want to make sure that you guys know which podcast you're listening to.
0: Yeah, and we hope that you are really anticipating a great episode Looking forward to what we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, I am. I'm anticipating a
0: fascinating (laughs) conversation. Brilliant. Oh no. Are we going to do a count, a tally? How many times? So Matt, you wanted to talk about this, this being hope and anticipation and what you're looking forward to. How come?
1: Well, we're still roughly in the beginning of the year. As we record this, we are still in January, so it definitely counts as the beginning of the year. And just one of the questions that uh, sprung to me as I was you know you catch up with people around this time because everybody sends everyone happy new year's messages and then you know either you don't have anything else to say or you can do it how are you doing which is a sort of a backwards looking question but one of the things I thought was ah what are you guys looking forward to this year Mm. also when talking to people I would just say that or messaging someone what are you looking forward to this year helps people to look ahead and I thought well yeah that's linking to the importance
0: of hope mm-hmm. and anticipation hmm. so yeah because we i'd done a little bit of thinking about this you had done a little bit of thinking about this but also it's just this idea of in conversation you would go, hey yeah what are you hoping from the year ahead mm. but you said the importance of hope and anticipation what yeah. makes you say that those two things are important
1: i suppose it's a phrase that rolls off the tongue quite easily quite nicely um so yeah it's uh the importance of it i think they are important but they're not necessarily abundantly the most obvious thing in our lives we it can be very easy to get into the the humdrum of daily demands or weekly things or we we've just got stuff to do stuff to do stuff to do and maybe we have high points in the year maybe for example you look forward to christmas all year round or other holidays, or just, oh, I'm really looking forward to going to the holiday. But we don't necessarily put a lot of stock in, actually, like how to do that well, how to anticipate well, and why it's important to have something to hope for mm. beyond the normal.
0: And I I found some research, they had 40 participants, and they did like a MR, FMRI, anyway. Yes, one of those. thing on them and they told them to think about a future positive thing and a future neutral thing and through the course of their study they Mm. came to the conclusion that anticipation or thinking about future positive things correlates strongly with human well-being
1: Wow.
0: wow so this idea of even imagining a future thing was positively correlated with our well-being it's up yeah so it's just quite interesting
1: that is really interesting it's i suppose <laughs> yeah i wonder what's going on there is it perhaps part of this whole thing of what's the story you're telling yourself mm-hmm. um, and the things that we believe about reality are um, they change the way that we act and the way the things that we do If I believe that there's something good waiting for me, Mm -hmm. chances are I'm going to start doing things that move me towards that. Mm -hmm. And so it might, as an example for, you know, um, over Christmas, had some friends around Mm. and we were hanging out and stuff for a while. And everyone sort of gets excited. Oh, you know what we should do? We should do a bit of a holiday, maybe do a trip or a tour around Europe or something. Uh, And so you start dreaming and thinking about what that could be. And that's exciting if we're serious about that, and I sent a message around a couple of weeks ago to some of the guys, I'm saying, if we actually want to do this, we should put something ready to go. And so that anticipation of a future good is leading to taking actions. And the more of those actions you take, the more likely that future anticipation is likely to become real.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that that was what someone talked about, is that actually all sorts of research suggests that this future-like anticipation of good things happening is really important for life satisfaction and enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get this sort of two-in-one experience, where you have the enjoyment of anticipation, an- anticipating it, and then you also have the experience of it. Wow And you get that that double emotion of like the joy of anticipating it plus the joy of actually experiencing it uh, all in in that same thing
1: and everybody loves two for the price of one exactly you know you can 't turn down a two for one offer yeah. so I love that and then of course, um, there are different kind of things that we can anticipate and okay. look forward to, mm-hmm. so it might be you know what i 'm really looking forward to getting the new phone mm-hmm. or the new piece of whatever it is a, an item. Um, and that can be fun, and anticipation mm-hmm. probably is as joyful as it's going to get, you know. And then <laughs> you'll peak, you'll get it high, and then we all know that within a week, yeah, because it, it becomes become normal. Another, yeah. So if it's an experience, though, there's you get the the triple benefit because you get the joy of anticipation, the actual experience, and then it sweetens as memory. And we've mm-hmm. talked about that previously, haven't we? In one of our episodes on, um, is it? Relationships versus experiences, experiences, yeah. Even though they're not necessarily a versus, they they're intermingled. And this, so again, it, I I think what are we lo- What are you looking forward to? You know, um, and I'm definitely looking forward to some experiences this year more mm-hmm. so than maybe new items or new clothes or, or whatever.
0: Mm. Well, it's interesting though because uh, <laughs> I came across another study that was done in 2007 by Ashworth and his mate. And uh, they they talked about I think it, they did it in Netherlands and it was about imagining a future skiing holiday that mm. they were going to go on and there was this really high emotion and then they went and said well reflect on a past ski emotion a uh, past past skiing holiday mm. and there was there was emotion but it wasn't as big as the future so the anticipation of future mm. is a more intense emotional experience than a remembrance of the past. Wow. Even though the past has happened and it, you know, it's an actual memory, the future, we, we expect there to be a greater enjoyment. So that was one of the things that was really interesting is there's a, it's a more intense emotional experience.
1: That is really interesting.
0: And so And, and even after you've gone on a holiday, for example, so we we're talking about holidays here, you go away for a, a holiday. And you talked about there's the anticipation lead up, there's the actual holiday, then there's the after the holiday where it sort of matures into a memory. They said, you know, even if you had the most relaxing holiday, those effects wear off within like two weeks. Wow. Which is quite interesting. It so only, <laughs>
1: only gives you a limited boost. It mm-hmm. is a recharge. It's not a, um, a constant plugged in sustain. Mm. That's really interesting. You're talking about the... The extra boost of this anticipation. And it's reminded me of, um, you know, we've spoken about habits before. Recently, we did the um, book review on the topic habits. Uh, and one of the things that he was saying um, is that people talk a lot about dopamine as mm-hmm. this dopamine is the reward chemical in the brain. Mm-hmm. But he was saying that's actually not true. Mm-hmm. Dopamine is the anticipation hormone mm-hmm. in the mind, um, it spikes before you. Um, you actually have the reward it, it, yeah, spikes. it spikes before you eat the chocolate it, and it before... forms effectively the take action now take mm-hmm. action it's it's what motivates you to take action and then when you have the reward when you complete the action eating the cookie or you know maybe going on the run whatever other hormones take their place some mm-hmm. you know in some cases it will be your oxytocin and serotonin more satiated and calming you back down uh and so that was really interesting so yeah, I wonder if, and this, I'm sure people have done studies on this, it, if you look at memories of stuff that's happened, mm. I wonder if the hormonal balance is maybe more of those oxytocin, serotonin, mm. a bit more mellow, a bit more like, oh, yeah, that's nice. But the anticipation forward-looking is probably a bit of a spike of dopamine of, oh, that would be amazing, I want to do that. And so it yeah. motivates you to move in that direction. Yeah, it's
0: more of an excitement, and that, that will naturally be a little bit more intense, whereas maybe if we frame it, as sort of anticipation versus nostalgia nostalgia mm. is pleasant but it's it's more relaxing it's more like yeah. oh do you remember when oh that was really good or that was really fun or that and it doesn't it doesn't spike in the same way intensively mm. but it actually is still a really positive and pleasant pleasant experience how interesting so david mm. uh, we've spoken about you know lots of different things but
1: what are you looking forward to this yeah or maybe uh, do you want to tell a story of something recently where you were looking forward to something?
0: Oh, uh, well, well we're, we're saying, what are we looking forward to in this year? And so I think there are lots of things to look forward to every year. But at the moment, I'm looking forward. And this is a strange one because I'm saying this now, knowing that by the time this is released, it probably should have happened. But I'm really looking forward to moving house <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and unpacking and making it into a home. and and crafting that with my wife and just uh, making that home that reflects who we are and, and what we want to become and what we believe and what we value and all of these things and I think that could be quite fun it's another start it's another new start there's some like anticipation about what that looks like but yeah so I'm looking forward to that that should happen soon yeah by the time this is released send me a message to see how it went. <laughs> and uh, if I'm not overwhelmed and swamped, I might reply.
1: <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to that as well because, number one, I've yet to see this place that yeah. you guys have bought and it, yeah. you know, went, re- and it went through recently. Mm. And actually, perhaps that's something I want to talk about in a minute or two or not. But the anticipation of that all going through mm. and how that being delayed and delayed and delayed is, mm. is a painful thing, but also now it finally has happened. It's mm-hmm. really good. Cool. But I'm looking forward to I've never seen it. And also... I've never actually helped anyone move house before, mm. um and I hear that I mean, it's probably going to be a whole lot of work, but it could be quite fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm excited. Hopefully, yeah, like we don't said, flood the place on there, the first day. <laughs> we've we've been ready to go on this house buying thing, like for this specific house, for several months. Actually, since the day before we got married. So the entirety of our marriage so far, we've been waiting to sort of move and luckily we've had the blessing of being able to rent somewhere uh you know month to month and that's really been just such a really positive thing but yeah that means that through this this sort of waiting and we don't know when we're going to move when we're going to stay like month to month it could be any day it could be any moment and it was waiting and waiting so eventually like we're over five months later now yeah (laughs) we're ready to go so that was a strange time, because and again there was a there was a thing I read in preparation for this. You have the anticipation, and then you have the uncertainty, mm. and then you have the future, the future thing, the future action, you know and and you were talking about your holiday, it's like, oh yeah, imagine if we did this like european tour, there's this like anticipation of what that could look like. And now there's this uncertainty of like, will it happen? Yeah. Who will show up? When would we do this? You know, is this actually ever going to come or is it going to be just a dream? Yeah. And then maybe at some future point, there will be the future action. Yeah. And it will be like, oh, yeah, we decided to go to these four places and it was really fun. and we, You know, or maybe that uncertainty leads to... Uh, it's not a European tour, we're just going to go visit this person here, or yeah. you know but there's you're in this uncertain stage, and I think we well, had yeah, this with the house as you look around all these houses and you wonder and then you you put a bid on for a house and then it comes back and you're like, oh yeah, this can be what's what's life going to look like when we live here when we mm. make it our home it's anticipation, and then you have this uncertainty because you're like when what's the timeline anyway here in the u k what's this what's the timeline? What does it actually look like to make this into a home that it, It expresses who we are and what we value and what we love. And then hopefully that, you know, we've got that date now to move. The future action and the the taking taking that step to make it into our home. Mm. So I think you can't talk about anticipation of a future event without acknowledging that there is uncertainty involved in that. That's really interesting. That is really interesting.
1: And uncertainty is quite a dis this uncomfortable yeah, experience unpleasant, yeah. unpleasant uh and of course it's something that uh you talk quite a lot about in your coaching mm-hmm. is moving people from uncertainty to clarity mm-hmm. in things um but i i wonder if it's one of these aspects and I'm, I'm slowly learning this uh much of what we what you know what i've experienced when it comes to Um, thinking about future things or like if it's something that I'm anticipating is maybe hard as well like I'll just try and put it off because I don't really like the unpleasant emotions there or the if I'm not sure how something might turn out for example with this holiday thing if it's you know at the moment there is this high degree of uncertainty nobody is you know nobody has confirmed whether we are actually going to do it there's no idea as to who would actually be involved or where we would go you know at the moment it's a complete uncertainty so in the past my my natural response would be well, I don't quite like that feeling so I'll basically just put it off and ignore the uncertainty or just avoid it um, and hope it goes away. But what I'm learning is it, instead of I suppose being saved from the uncertainty it's important to travel through that, and I suppose mm-hmm. that's the only way you can get through mm-hmm. from anticipation through the uncertainty to the realisation. Mm. Um, and, and what does that look like? And sometimes that in in certain aspects that looks like in our life i actually can't control the outcome here um so with the house buying i can't control this i'm just gonna have to there's nothing for me to do i have to wait i Mm -hmm. just have to sit in that uncertainty and be okay with it Mm -hmm. maybe make some plans for okay if this doesn't happen then this or if this does happen then this but we just have to wait and sit Mm -hmm. and be okay and not try and control all the inputs and outputs all the time Mm -hmm. i think that gives a bit more peace but the recognition of when it comes to this holiday, for example, if I want to move through the uncertainty maybe a bit quicker, well, I take an initiative. I have the, I have the opportunity to take the initiative and start pushing some levers and, you know, sending some things. How about this? How about that? Yeah. Um, otherwise, you sit in uncertainty until the thing's passed and then it disappears and then it was never.
0: Mm. Yeah, and I mean, this is why it's difficult because ultimately anticipation is about the future. And the future is not always predictable, and so whilst the research sees anticipation largely as a positive thing, the the excitement that comes with that, there is an anticipation which is maybe more negative, which is to do with the worry, and I'd expect that doesn't correlate very well with positive well being. Mm. But the the excitement for that future event really is a positive well-being thing but if you're worried about future events that's actually not going to benefit your well-being which is which is interesting and even one of the bits i read was talking about it's not some long away future prophecy but it's a near future thing you anticipate a near future thing which is which is interesting mm.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. What do you mean to say that it's not about anticipating a, a, a distant future thing?
0: Like some long-away distant thing. They they sort of really said it has to be a near-future thing. For, for it the, to have an effect but And this wasn't... I don't think this person was had done some research. This was their opinion or maybe something they'd read, which okay. I couldn't trace it back. But, sure. yeah, they talked about this idea of a near-future thing. And Even, I wonder,
1: yeah, and that's a proximity thing probably, isn't it? Yeah. So we were talking... Um, the other day about um, even, the, for example, the pandemic and how it, certain aspects of certain areas of the world um, in the last couple of decades, there have been quite serious outbreaks of different viruses. Mm-hmm. And, for, and so for them, there was this much greater just cultural and mental preparedness and readiness for what happens with the next one. But in our cult- country and various other Western countries, things like the SARS didn't really take on and so it was a near miss and so because it felt like it was a long way away distance wise physically Mm -hmm. we didn't really think about it and Mm -hmm. it didn't affect us and i wonder if that's the same thing with this future thing of like Mm -hmm. if i anticipate that you know for example at some point the sun's going to give out. you know and and my understanding is they say basically it will just expand and expand and engulf our planet that's that would be pretty terrifying but then you go oh but it's going to happen in how many millions or billions of years? So it's like, oh, well, that's fine then. I have zero stress about that because even though that would mean complete devastation to the planet, to all humanity that's here, and if I were around me, I'm kind of going, well, that's so far away in the future that it's never going to touch me. Mm. So it has no effect on me.
0: Mm. So, Yeah, and I wonder if it's a bit like how a year feels a long way away. Even just one year feels yeah. a long way away. And so to to try and build something to that, just the emotions it's like oh what's the word even gonna look like then yeah which is why even a lot of the business stuff is like can you do a 90 day or like a three month sprint right and like can you anticipate it's so the end of this quarter basically yeah and that's something that is much more tangible that feels close that feels like oh i can i can capture the emotions around that um hmm. but yeah so i was also thinking like a lot of the stuff i read at the moment it's very big on on the mindfulness stuff and it's very big on being present mm. and here we are spending our time thinking about the future yeah. and often people are told but well, you can't live in the future don't spend your time thinking about the future uh you know you should be present present with the people you're with you know present in this moment and even one person uh, i've come across they were like yeah my goal is to help people be like 100% present and uh, I was like, well, that's, that's interesting because we see some benefits maybe from looking at the past and reflection and nostalgia. And here, we, there's plenty of research that suggests anticipation of the future is really positive and, and has positive effects. So how do you square that, Matt?
1: That's really interesting.
0: Um, well,
1: <clears throat> I suppose it goes, for me, I, I go back to the thing I said earlier about, what I'm anticipating for the future, and let's say like the near future, uh, tells me something of the story I'm living in. Mm -hmm. And we haven't really spoken much about hope in this Mm. episode, even though that's one of the things said at the beginning, I suppose. (laughs) Really, I would just say in this language and the way we've been talking about it, hope is effectively anticipating there's good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the opposite of that, maybe fear or worry Mm -hmm. would be the anticipation of bad, Mm -hmm. You, you know, unpleasant, hard, difficult things, hope. Is going to work out for good, even if maybe there is hardship there as well. Uh, and so the story that I'm telling that through that anticipation will affect the way that I show up now. And I don't I'm not sure. Sh- it's really interesting because, yes, a lot of those mindfulness maybe centering or being present focused there. There's an element of you can do that exercise and do that there and an element of you can train your mind to always be aware of the sensations and now, mm-hmm. which can get us out of ruminations. And r- I don't think ruminations is a particularly helpful um, activity and it's very easy to slip into. But I think we are always anticipating and all all of the, um, just lots of the conversations we have, lots of the media that we consume, especially things like the news, It's telling you what's currently happening, but they're always making predictions of what is this going to mean? What is this going to mean? And so I think we have a natural bent to plan, and Mm -hmm. that's something that just makes us what we are as humans. We plan, we think ahead. And so I don't think you can be 100% present all the time, because if you were, well, I mean... That's basically what a dog is isn't it like a dog is just 100 percent present to what's going on the dog doesn't plan i'm going to do this tomorrow it's just like right wow, what do i feel like doing now i'm gonna chase the stick chase the ball mm-hmm. eat my food go to the you
0: know yeah. so yeah and i suppose well because there's this thing i, I suppose i experienced it this tension of in the build-up to getting married on the wedding day you build up to that wedding day and you're like well that's going to be a big deal like Mm. we're planning it we're spending time planning it and anticipating and dreaming about what that's going to look like and hoping that it goes really well but also you don't want to lose all those days leading up to it just in future anticipation and i suppose one of the things i've done with people before in coaching is go but if you broke it down into percentages how much time would you say you're spending thinking about the past The present and the future yeah and you might see it as like a little pie chart like you know maybe you're spending 10% looking at the past and 12% in, or like 15 or 20% in the present and you're actually spending 70% in the future and then you go well what's your ideal yeah and your ideal might look different you know you actually might be like yeah I'm I'm spending a bit too much time in the future right now and I, I need to be a bit more present with the people with in my thoughts but you might go Actually, I'm not spending enough time thinking about the future and dreaming about things. I'm looking forward to. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a, what is it at the moment? If you did like a, you know, track your thought life, and what's your desired or ideal, and that's going to change over your time as well.
1: Absolutely. And so I think the value of certain practices, when it comes to things like mindfulness or meditation, is that, okay. My tendency is to just be completely focused on the future and I'm not ever really present with where I am because mm-hmm. I'm always maybe trying to catch up with the future. Mm-hmm. Um, good luck with that. So that's the benefit of trying to rein that back. But yeah, I'm that 100% present focused or maybe in a certain slot of time but not as an overall of your mm-hmm. being. Mm-hmm. is good to think about the future and it's good to reflect on the past, the mm-hmm. story that has happened and the story that we're moving into and then that changes the way we show up. You know, one of the things I read, they were saying, you know, anticipating can actually help us to engage more in the present. Mm.
0: So. so there you go. This was us trying to figure out how to make it count as we anticipate a future. We love hearing from you. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Let us know what you're looking forward to this year. Ciao, ciao.